You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world and make an impact in our own unique way. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to heart-led creatives. Hi, and welcome back to another solo episode of Creatively Human. I'm just going to let you know at the start of this episode that this is totally off the cuff. So I've just been for a run and often when I go out for a run, I get thinking about all kinds of bigger picture stuff in my business. And this idea just came to me and I felt called to set my microphone up and record this. I haven't even had a shower from my run. So I'm really hoping that what comes out is what you need to hear today. But the topic of today's episode is gonna be small steps versus big leaps. How both of them play a role in in our business how they've played a role in my business, how big leaps have come when I didn't expect them and sometimes small steps have led to something really profound shifting. And yeah, that is the topic of this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. So I've been thinking a lot lately about the path towards success. If you have followed me for a while, you'll know that I've been running my own business for 11 years now. And it has taken many different paths and I've learned so much from that time. And I built it up to the stage where I feel confident in calling it a really successful business. However, at the moment, I'm in the early stages of building a new business. just to give you a quick overview of why. Basically, when the other business was doing really well and earning the money, that's when the questions started to come in about what do I really want to do with my life and my work. And that's why I started this podcast. That's why I've started mentoring quietly courageous and ambitious business women. And that's why I am taking the leap to let go of my successful business and build something completely from scratch like there's no audience overlap it's all completely new so although I've been in business for a long time this process of starting something new means that I can so relate to what you're going through if you're also in the earlier stages I can remember what I went through in the beginning except for me it's actually quite different now Um, I do have the benefit of experience So that really helps. But on the other hand, I also have the responsibility of being the main earner for my family and all the feelings that come along with that. So, for example, like feeling like I need to be responsible. I need to make smart decisions because it's my family's security at stake. Whereas when I first started my other business, I was really young, didn't have many responsibilities, led a really low cost life. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to say that because I'm at I feel like it's a kind of unique stage of my business where on the one hand, I know what it's like to be successful and I know what it's like to have things take off in your business. But on the other hand, I also remember exactly how hard it is to build that audience in the first place and to have those ups and downs in the beginning. So yeah, I've been thinking a lot about this path towards success. And I should say here that success means whatever you want it to mean. So for me at the moment, success doesn't just mean earning enough money from my other business. Success to me means earning enough money from my new business in order to completely let the other business go. Success to you could mean earning enough so that your partner can quit their job. It could mean earning enough so that you don't have to work very much, whatever. It can mean anything. And I just want to put that out there because I think it's really important not to for me not to assume that I know what success means for you. So anyway, 
often money does come into it, but obviously there's a wider reason why you want that money. And I was thinking about the journey and how long it takes you to meet your goals. And sometimes your goals are kind of vague, you know, things like quitting a job, but sometimes the goals are really concrete. So for example, my goals throughout the the course of my business have been things like being able to buy a house, you know, paying for my wedding, being able to go traveling for a year and support myself through my online business while I was away. So the thing I've noticed is that I can really look back over my online business journey and it's really interesting to think about how sometimes it was a series of small step after small step after small step that got me towards some of my goals. But there were other times in my business where there was literally seemingly out of nowhere a huge leap. So for example, um, when I first started my business, I was 21. My husband and I had been to university together. We had just finished. We couldn't get a job after the financial crisis and all of that. So he got an office job in a language school and I moved because we lived in different towns. I moved to live with him and I worked online doing freelance writing and a little bit of web development as well. Um, And then he decided that he wanted to go back and study, get a master's degree and he worked part time. So we were kind of settled down for a while And, you know, we led a really frugal life, but a simple life. And my business kind of ticked along and I took small step after small step. I was kind of really learning every, I was immersing myself in that world of online business and learning everything I could about running a successful business. And it was fine and my income was going up, but I wouldn't say that I had any kind of big leaps. Um, I would say that I was kind of doing the same thing for a while, but I was just getting better at it and sort of learning as much as I could, absorbing as much as I could. And then a few years later, I think it had been two years, um, my husband finished his part-time master's. And then because of this world that I had been like immersing myself in, I found out about this whole community of people called digital nomads, you know, who are running location independent businesses. They were earning the money online and then being able to travel without having to save up thousands and thousands of pounds to take like a year out traveling the world. They were able to just like pay for the ticket and earn money as they went. And that kind of blew my mind. So I got this idea in my head. My husband was finishing his master's. I didn't have any ties. He only had a part time job in an office, which he wasn't that bothered about. And yeah, I got this idea in my head that we were going to go traveling for a year. So we started planning it. And it was just incredible. The fact that until this point, I had seen, you know, my business was ticking over, it was doing okay. But when I made that decision, it was it was a massive leap. So the decision itself was a big leap for me because I had never been one to like travel to different kind of places before or think that I was that kind of person. So it was like a really big leap in my mindset in terms of what I wanted to do with my life and also what I was capable of. But also there was a huge leap in income. And I wanted to point that out because I never expected that that would be the case. So basically, I could have carried on the way I was and probably earned enough money to go traveling. But I also knew that I didn't want to be working all the time while I was traveling. So I thought that I had to kind of get smarter about the way I was working. And it was just incredible. Once I made that decision, my income, I I should have looked up the numbers before I started this, but it probably doubled and it doubled within the space of a few months. And that money really made all the difference to our experience of traveling and, you know, being able to outsource and work a bit less and see more of the world. 
And the thing about it is, I wasn't exactly doing anything radically different. I was carrying on exactly as I was before. And I also never, ever, ever, and this is probably the most important thing, I never, ever could have foreseen that my income could double like that so quickly over such a short space of time. Yeah, I want to emphasize that because I think that that is something that a lot of us struggle with. We always think, you know, we've got these goals, we might know what our goals are, we might know what we want, we might have that definition of success for ourselves, but we get stuck thinking, how on earth is this possible? And I think the thing with running a business is that it's totally different to having a regular job. You don't have to wait for a whatever percentage of a pay rise year on year. You get to have a ridiculously big pay rise at certain times. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. You never know when things are going to change like that. You might be taking small step after small step and then suddenly it leads to a big leap. The other thing I wanted to add to that is that we hear a lot of these kind of stories online all the time and I think they can be a little dangerous. So hopefully from what I've said, you realise that there was a lot of work and foundation building that went on behind the scenes in the years prior to this happening because it's really easy to think that someone just quit their job four months later was making like £10,000 a month or something like that. Of course, it's totally possible, but I think that sometimes there's something missing from those success stories and that is the fact that they were taking small steps and those small steps eventually added up. So when we actually went travelling, I would say that again, the kind of small steps carried on, but on a new level. It's like I had reached a different level of thinking thanks to this big leap. It kind of opened my eyes, opened the possibilities to me, and then I carried on plugging away. And in fact, when I was traveling, my income eventually by the end of it went down and it especially went down after I came back. I think there's something really psychological about when you've been away traveling for a while and coming back, it's quite an emotional shift. And we were away for a year. So yeah, there was a, there was a lot to kind of get used to being back in the UK. And the reason I wanted to mention that is because there's also this idea that if you've had that big leap, you can feel like quite a failure when you come back down in the way that I did and I certainly did feel like a failure like everything was going really well and then it really slowed down and I'm not saying it went really badly but it really really slowed down and I have seen this pattern repeating itself in my business in so many ways so after I settled back in when we had gotten back from traveling I eventually built the business up again and like I said I felt like I was a kind of on a new level and a new way of thinking. I sort of knew what was possible now although I still found it really hard to get my head around the fact that there would be an even bigger leap about to happen but there was. I had a bigger leap when I got engaged and had a wedding to pay for. I had another big leap when we decided to buy a house and I had the biggest leap ever in my business when I was pregnant and before my son was born which was really really interesting because at that time especially the early days of my pregnancy I've, I was so nauseous. I All I remember from that time is just spending so much time lying in bed feeling really sick and watching box sets on Netflix and that's really what got me through. So I really wasn't able to work very much in the early pregnancy but obviously the small steps that I took ended up leading to that massive leap just before he was born which was incredible. I think what talking about all these big leaps in my own business is making really clear to me is the fact that 
not only could I have not imagined that they were possible, there wasn't necessarily anything different that I was doing. Sometimes it was definitely a big goal and that's really interesting to me and I definitely need to dig into that mindset stuff behind why that made it possible. But also I kind of just think maybe that's the way business works sometimes, like you plug away at it, you build it and then it pays off. You don't become a different person and then have a big leap. Sometimes you do have a bit of a mindset shift like I did and have a big leap, but sometimes you don't. If you're going through a time where it's growing slowly or not growing at all, or perhaps even contracting a bit, it doesn't even necessarily mean that a big leap is not on the way. And I think that's so important to remember. It's possible for it to happen exactly the way you're doing things already. That's what I truly believe from this experience. I suppose the thing that I really wanted to say, apart from just kind of sharing with you that things are possible that you can't imagine yet. The thing that I really wanted to say is that either way of growing your business and meeting your goals is okay. I kind of believe that obviously the big leaps have their amazing benefits, but the slow times and the small steps all have incredible benefits in terms of what we learn from them as well. And I don't know if this is a bit controversial, but I'm kind of not a fan of when people talk about growing slowly in their business. Like I read the book recently, Company of One by Paul Jarvis, and he did make an amazing case for growing slowly in many, many ways. But overall, I'm not a fan of aiming to grow slowly. I'm a fan of being really intentional. And that sometimes does mean being deliberately slow. So for example, if you had a massive leap to having like 10 times the number of clients or customers than you're used to, then that's going to have a really big impact on your kind of systems and business infrastructure. And you might not be able to take care of them. And it might end up negatively affecting your business. So I get it from that point of view. But in terms of meeting your goals, or just like your income going up or anything like that, like I don't think that we need to prescribe how quickly we are meant to grow. Sometimes it is time for a big leap. Sometimes it's time for small, sustainable, slow steps. But I feel like I just I guess that's the message. I don't want you to limit your thinking about what's possible in your business. And honestly, I don't know if I've articulated this very well at all in this episode. Obviously, it's quite a short episode. It's really stream of consciousness. But yeah, don't limit your thinking about what's possible. You never know when a big leap is coming up. Also, the other thing is don't look at how other people have done it and use that as a kind of prescription for how you're going to do it. So for example, oh, so and so did this within four months and then was earning all this overnight. Well, like I said before, those kind of stories are dangerous and they often leave things out of the picture. But on top of that, it's just another way to beat yourself up. Like you are not them. You are not them. That phrase is something that I come back to all the time. And similarly, if someone has been in business for five years and it took them five years until they kind of made things happen, don't see that as a sign that you're necessarily going to take five years as well. Like if you do, it's okay, but don't I don't know. I, I, it's really hard for me to explain this properly, but don't limit yourself. Don't change what you're doing based on the time frames that you think it will take you or that it has taken other people. Big leaps will happen. Small steps make a difference. It's all good. And even times when your business contracts, it's probably getting you ready for a phase of learning and growth in the near future. Anyway, oh man, I hope that's been okay. Usually I make very brief notes for podcast episodes, but yeah, no notes for this one. Anyway, hope you enjoyed it and I'll catch you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. 
If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram, at Ruth Poundwhite, or my personal favourite, my behind-the-scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe. And keep doing what you're doing, because your work really does matter.